and welcome to Realm Rocketry Shorts. In this series, we're going to be answering your questions and also general questions from the Rocketry community. Let's get started. Welcome back to Realm Rocketry Shorts. I don't know why I said it like that. Um, yeah, but today we're going to be talking about how safe is Rocketry, because some people probably want to know that. And if you want your question answered, and you have something that you want to know, then just please, please send us your question or any feedback, and we'll be happy to answer it. You can just send us that from the contact section of our website, which will be linked in the description. And with that out of the way, let's get started. Started. So, there are what's called safety codes for model rocketry. So, safety codes are essentially a code that you can like fly your rockets by, and then that'll basically make sure that it's safe. So, the NAR is the main safety code that's known of, and the NAR is a very popular organization. If you don't know about them, I'd highly recommend you join them, because they give you insurance, a great magazine, and all that other amazing stuff that they can give. So, the model rocket safety code from NAR pretty much goes over material, motors, ignition systems, misfires, launch safety, launcher size, flight safety, launch site recovery system, and recovery system safety, and it also shows launch site dimension. And that's pretty much what that goes over. You can uh, go look at that yourself with your own eyes. You've seen the link in the description if you want to see more about that. That's pretty much what goes over, and has some really great rules and that kind of stuff, so definitely check that out. So, what is, like, how, like, What's the universal safety uh, record of a rocket? So, rockets is, like, a thing where you would think a lot of people get hurt. So, like, it was estimated that one out of seven people viewed rockets as amateurs would be um, killed in the 1960s or so. So, it's really just interesting because not very many people have been killed, and it's a thing where, yeah, like, Basically, no one's been killed from launching rockets, from what I've known. Um, I think there was like one or two people, and we'll get into how to prevent that. So, obviously, you do not want people to die because of rockets. That'd be very bad, but you could ha it could happen if you're not careful. So, that's why we have to be safe with model rockets, because only like two or three people have died from model rockets, but... Zero is the correct number that we want to look at. So, I believe someone's died. It could be to say not, but please correct me in the contact section, but I'm pretty sure someone has. But either way, we have to be safe, and if we're not, our hobby will get banned. Because if our hobby's not safe, then the government will shut it down. So we have to be safe in order to keep it going. So, because of our safety record, you can launch from almost anywhere. So let's keep it that way. Alright, so... That out of the way, let's talk about the number one. Let's go through what I'm gonna call how to get hurt with model rockets 101. And that sounds really like a why would you talk about that? But the reason why I'm gonna talk about this is so that we can tell you how you can get hurt with rockets so that way you can prevent getting hurt using that method. So that's the goal of this. So don't do any of this, that's the whole intent. So, number one, don't use a fuse. 
Fuses are for fireworks. Let's say that five times. Fuses are for fireworks. 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 Alright, I think we got that. But the reason why you don't want to use a fuse is because they are unreliable. You can't time them. You cannot control the launch moment. You cannot stop it. And even at, with those, professionals don't use them. So why should you? Alright. So, and also, don't forget, remnants of the fuse can be ejected after launch, which means you can start a fire. So, that's also not good. Number two, the launch angle. So, for NAR, you would want it to be less than or equal to 30 degrees. And for Tripoli, you'd want it to be less than or equal to 20 degrees. So, um, the reason why is because um, a thousand foot rocket straight would go about 2,000 feet horizontal if you launch it at 45 degrees, which isn't good because, I mean, that's a lot of different uh, horizontal. A 1,000 feet up rocket would go to about 500 feet uh, up with a uh, 45 degree launch angle, so that's also not good. It would be in the path of a parabola, so that's uh, not good either. So, let's see, and the thing is, that's true if you ignore the air resistance, so it's not going to help you, um, there's, if you launch, it's going to be like launched horizontal, and there's no wings, so there's no lift, so what will happen is it'll fall from in, for a fall from the rod, and then it'll flop to the ground, just, just basically move around in uncontrolled manners on the ground, um, those are like someone's, uh, like, these are based on someone's laws, I believe they're called, their name is called Tartaglia's Laws, I don't know exactly how to pronounce that, I'll leave, like, a link if I'll find something in the description, I think it's Tartaglia, but if I mispronounce that, then please correct me in the contact section on my website, um, Let's see, so next is number... Well, actually, I'll say one other thing about number two. You can damage your rocket, so you can also damage people with that uh, launch angle. So, the reason why you are allowed for some um, leeway for the launch angle is because of the fact that uh, you need to compensate for wind sometimes. So, number three is the motor. Those are high temperature, and we all know that you shouldn't put your hand on the stove, so treat the motor like a stove when it's burning. So yeah, this sounds really weird, but you can burn yourself if you put your hand under the motor, which I have no idea why anyone would do that, but I'm sure someone's thought of that before, so don't do that at all. Um, you can burn yourself, uh, and also don't like, let's like... If you want to, you want to be really safe. So make sure that the launch controller is unarmed when you hook up your igniter to the launch controller. Because if it's armed, and like maybe someone accidentally presses a button or whatever, it could the rocket motor could go off right by you, and you don't want to burn yourself. That would not be good. And yeah, so don't do that. And just don't be still. Don't, like, don't be not smart when handling rocket motors when they could burn. Rocket motors usually won't just burn out of nothing, but you gotta be careful if you're if you have like an ignition system nearby. Like if you have a bunch of sparks, don't like put igniters in that kind of thing. So be careful, and they'll be okay. Next thing is fires. So you can start a fire if you have flammable material by the engine, which isn't usually common for all rockets, but for more like mid-power and high-power with a higher flame, it could be possible. Usually, what that means is don't launch on super dry sites. So a lot of times, states will have like dry bands or whatever, so you can't launch like if you're a really, really dry state. But 
usually when it's like a grassy state that doesn't get very dry, you won't have to deal with that. But in states like, I don't know, like, let's see, like just like deserty places, those can get really dry, and you just don't want to be launching in that kind of temperature because it'll burn easier. Also, with your launch, uh, like your flame de deflector that flex the flames from the launch pad. Don't make that of anything that melts, so like, don't use aluminum, and make it just out of something that won't melt, and make sure that it will not melt, because you do not want that melting. It's just a bad idea. Um, and also, I highly recommend that whenever you launch, you have a fire extinguisher or a way to extinguish fires around with you, just in case you just don't want to lose your launch site because you burned down a field. That would be bad. And, yeah, you just, like, you can get, like, one of those water systems to put out fires, or you can get, like, a, what do you call it, like, a, a fire extinguisher, like a mini fire extinguisher, something like that. Alright, number four. This is really dumb. Don't do this. Don't recover your rocket from a power line. Don't do it. Don't. Just don't. That's so dumb. Why would you ever do that? It's, I don't understand why anyone would ever do that yet. People have done that before and died. So do not do that. It's like a serious thing. If like It's $50 rocket versus your life. Your life is more valuable. Do not do that. And most people probably uh, understand that, but I just want to make sure that people really understand that because power lines have electricity, and electricity at such high voltages can kill you. Well, actually, I don't know if it's voltages. It's, it's not, uh, the bottom line is, don't do it. Um, if you have, like, a heavy rocket, it might sag the power line, so the power line will just kind of, like, like, uh, sag a little bit, and that would be very bad for power companies. Sometimes, like, their power lines might break or something like that, so you can call the power company if you have a heavy rocket in there. They might, uh, take it down, and even if you have a light one, they might take it off the power line for you. The only person who you should ever, ever, ever be on the power lines is the people who work for the power company. That's the only time you want anyone from the power, like, you just, that's the only time anyone should go up near a power line of someone from the power company who's working on duty. Um, so yeah, don't do that. Don't try to recover your rocket from a power line. Next up is stability. So, you have three different ways to do stability. Number one is positive. It's CG before CP. CG stands for center of gravity. CP stands for center of pressure. They're different for all different kinds of models. You can find out how to determine those with one of the links in the description. I'll link something. Um, so, straight when it's launched is positive, so we're good there. You usually want it to be one to two calipers of stability, and more the weather cocking will be major, so that's basically where the rocket will just tilt into the wind. That's what's called weather cocking. And if it's over 20 miles per hour, that will also be major weather cocking. So with weather cocking, it'll really just destroy your performance, and also will just take your model wherever the wind wants it to go. So one to two calibers is really good for stability. More is doable, but like once you get to like three and a half, that's way too much. All right. Neutral CG equals CP. It'll wander on the sky. It'll be well and unpredictable. It could be stable and could be unstable at any moment. So don't do that either. Um, do positive. Don't do neutral. C is negative. That's CP before CG. Never ever do that. The fins will want to try to fly tail first, but that's not what the rocket is going to want to do because it's under power. So it's going to just swing as soon as it leaves the rock. 
rod, and it'll just, like, just pinwheels end over end, it'll just end up nowhere and just flop on the ground. So don't do that. That's a, not a good idea either. So negative and neutral, bad. So think of the two ends as bad. The positive is great. So always want positive, uplifting, uh, let's uplifting, uh, stability. I don't know, like, that's a synonym, but I don't know if that really helped you remember it. But always G before P, C, center of gravity before center of pressure. So, yeah, never fly a neutral or negative stability rocket. If it is a rocket kit, then it'll definitely, and you're using a recommend motor, it'll definitely work. So, if it's scratch built, then you will definitely need to stimulate it so you don't, like, hurt anyone with unstable rockets. Next is the last one, number six, recovery. So, I have read, and I really agree with this, that it's not velocity, but it's energy. So, think of this. So, there's air right now that's hitting you at 505 meters per second, and you're not hurt. It actually warms you up quite a bit. If it goes slower, you'll just get cold. So, it's not about velocity. It's about the amount of energy. Energy is equal to one-half times mass times velocity squared. Um, in order to find mass, you had to divide weight by 9.8 meters per second, which is the... Uh, actually, it's 9.8 meters squared. Uh, I believe that's what it is. It's not meters per second. But it's gravity. That's the acceleration of gravity. And then you get mass. So, let's just say, for example, the Alpha 3. The Alpha 3 is equal to 34 grams, which is equal to 0.034 kilograms. And that's one-half times 0.034 divided by 9.8 times 220 squared. Actually, it's 20 squared over 1. That'll be about 0.694 joules, and so in, if you do 50 meters per second, it'll be about 4.337 joules. So not very much, but something at around like 1.6 kilograms returning at around 102 meters per second would give you 8,271 joules, which is a little less than three times the energy of a pro football defensive back. So you do not want those high power, high weight rockets to be returning in ballistics. So you have to make sure your parachute is good, not just on model rockets, because they'll help improve the lifespan of your rocket, but also on high-power and mid-power rockets, because that's when you can seriously kill someone with enough energy. So you want to make sure that you have a good-sized parachute, and yeah, that's pretty much that for that. Alright! Anyways, thank you all for listening to this episode. I sure hope you have a great rest of your day. Please send us in your questions using the contact section of our website available in the links below. Thank you everyone for joining us again. And as always, remember something. Let's see, was I don't know. Um, oh yeah, remember what could go right. Safety third. See everyone tomorrow.